album this shelf was music I knew I said they come for me and place a heavy price upon my head they say I've lived a life of waste and shame they say they'll see me once again when I am gone and dead at night I hear them whispering my name they promise me more agony than any man should feel The blood upon my hand shall be my Below average talent, above average music The Asylum Mornings on Hellfire Radio Houses here are way out of our price range. When the business is good, we are going to have the this greatest house. It's beautiful. This is an amazing house. You are going to love it. Holy. This is the deal of a lifetime. So, what's the catch? There was a crime, a, a murder. In the house? There's several people, a family. He heard voices coming from within the house. Houses don't kill people. <laughs> to a perfect house, into a perfect family. Who are you talking to? The girl who lives in my closet. And what's her name? Jody. What's the matter? Just seeing things, I guess. You should come back to bed. I can't sleep. Oh, this is my mind. There was a family. Lived here some time ago. They had a similar problem. I'm living in their house. We need to get out of here. Just back up and go. Everything we have is in this house. It's okay, Mommy. Jody won't hurt you. But the man Hey everybody, hey. welcome to Sinner Sundays with a little bit of echo. <laughs> uh, episode 25 tonight, we have Nikki Misery coming on around 8.15 to join us and we're going to chat with him about what's going on in the world of New Year's Day. Up right now, you see our Demon of the Month, Amy Young from Amy Young Photography. Check her out, amyyoungphotography.com. All of her social sites are on hellentertainment.com and we are streaming live right now on Hellfire Radio's Facebook. You can join us there. So let's get down to it. What's up, Christina? Hey, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, just I'm sorry, some... I, I do miss my seat. I'm sorry, but hold on. Gotta go this way. I do miss that seat <laughs> from last night. <laughs> uh, 
So, you noticed that we did play the Amityville Horror trailer from 2005, the remake, Ryan Reynolds. Um, we're doing a little thing now with Halloween season. Christine, I'll let you uh, chime in on that before we get to what we're doing with uh, Amityville Horror. Sweet. So, uh, last week, we came up with the idea of getting into the Halloween season because, yes, COVID sucks. Um we want everybody to share their favorite horror movies coming from classics to indie to anything new even. Although some of the new stuff I'm not a super fan of, but that's where I want you to offer us. Be like, hey, this one's a good one. Take a peek, watch. So we will watch it. We'll pull a name from a little pumpkin that I have um, of the horror movie you guys share. And we'll take a peek at it throughout one day that week. And then today is the day that we go over the um, movie we picked. So on Wednesday, I picked out the 2005 Amityville Horror remake. Yeah. Such a good movie. It was um, actually, we had a tally. We had a tally of jump scares, and I lost. <laughs> yeah, we were sitting here tallying. It's got good, like, spook factor, definitely. Oh, absolutely. I, um... I find the difference between the original and this one is there's more of like they showed a lot more of yeah. like the you know what I'm talking about like they showed more on, more on, on the remake yeah yeah they showed more on the remake um, I thought Ryan Reynolds did a great job yes love him he's great everyone's like oh the funny guy but he's like a serious actor like he's great yeah and then. Yeah. Um, you know, when they're going through and they're looking at the price range for the houses, you know, the Lutz family originally, they had purchased that house for about 80 grand originally. And they were, they were out 28 days later. And yes. then uh, I think it was 2017 we looked up, Christina, that the new owners bought it for about 600000 Damn. Yeah, I think it was only about like 200 even under asking price. So I, I was like, I kind of want to reach out to that family and be like, hey, like, <laughs> I'm interested, like, you know how The Conjuring, they're like, hey, we'll let people uh, stay at this house. Yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> to see what's going on with the Amityville house still, but um, Diggs is like, no, because then our, our stream, if we do something on this, we're all going to get haunted. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I came up, so some interesting facts of that movie. It was filmed in a 1800s house. Um, it was filmed at about five different locations, but the house that they filmed at for that location, they dumped 60K into to make that house look like the actual one from the 19, what was it, 1974 actual murder or setting. Right. Um, they dumped 60K into the house that they found to use for it. It's. I'm curious as to why they didn't just use the original house. Well, I know they couldn't use the original house number in the remake due to legality purposes. Oh, if you notice, yeah. the house number in the remake was 412. All right. And notice. the original number, I believe, was 112. 112. But that's all we'll say. We won't say the, the name of the road unless you're a huge fan. Um, and it is, it is based it on a true story. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100% real story uh, out on Long Island. Um, scare factor. What do you think a scare factor is on that on 1 to 10? I know you you jumped three times. I jumped twice. Yeah, that's what I have for the tallies up here. I don't know. Um, I think scare factor, if you haven't seen it before, it will get you. But if it's your second time going and taking a peek at it, 
meh, it would get you here and there, but it was more of looking into the aspect of it. And if you looked at the way we did with like the history of it and with the old one, it won't get you as much. And you're kind of questioning why was this character killed this way or shown this way, but it was good. Taking a peek at it, it was good again. So I don't know if I would rate it on a scare factor because I don't, it's more of like a thriller, like a mind, like a mind fuck. Kinda, just because. All right, so when you watch the movie and it was dark and you're laying in your bed, like, weren't you kind of thinking of that shit? Like, I slept with lights on last night. All right, so there's my point. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like it's more of like. If I wake up at three fifteen. I'm calling you, and I didn't get my call at three fifteen, so we're good. Because three three fifteen is when everything took place. But. Yeah, it's right. more of like a mind. <laughs> it's more yeah. of a mind trip, and then you know, like Christina just said, three fifteen is when all the murders took place. When um, right, the demon took they, over. When he was possessed, and you know, heard the voices. You know, and we're sitting there watching the movie last night, and you know, she wants to leave, and she's outside, and just, just leave. Just you're already outside. Get in the truck and leave. What's weird? What I don't like about that is Guys, how fast everything moved. Like they moved into day one, and then it was like boom, day fifteen, and it's like, how did you not realize like the the emotional aspect or the physical aspect of what Ryan Reynolds um, was portraying? Like, how did you not catch that? Like, bitch, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, his total per- his total persona changed. Like when they went out to dinner, he was back okay. to his old loving family right oriented self and then as soon as they hit that property it was different he's like what the hell's wrong with you why are you so stupid right like no yeah so. i don't know so, oh, yeah, that's it's good it's a good one it's we definitely want more you guys to put it out there um give us some more ideas some more movies b-roll uh b-films c you know not just the mainstream horror movies Give us them all. It's spooky season. And we're frozen again. We are yeah, frozen, yeah. but that's okay. We're going to uh, keep rocking it. We're going to keep doing okay. what we do. Hello, everyone <laughs> saying hello. Yes, we have Nikki Misery tonight for New Year's Day. And please Stay make, tuned. Make sure you please get out there and share, share, share this show. Share it all to your groups. Share it out to your pages. You can also check out Hellfire Radio on the Live 365 app. HellfireRadio.com And Hellfire Radio Facebook. Yay, all that fun stuff. And we are off. Oh, we're kind of oh, oh. <laughs> We are having some. Maybe it's because we used the house behind us. It's or maybe it's because we watched it. Oh, no. Because we watched Amityville Hall. It's the saying. evil eyes that's happening right there above you guys. It's the evil eyes of the house. It's kind of strange, but okay. All right, well, we're going to bring Nikki in. We're going to talk to him. Hopefully, our Technology doesn't decide to. We got this tonight. Loosen up. So we're going to bring Nikki in and see what happens. Well, here we go. Hey, Dan. Hey, Nikki. Nikki, your mic is muted. Your mic is muted. You're muted. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, man? How are you? I'm awesome, man. I'm just, you know, living dreams, I guess, in uh, beautiful Southern California. Oh, lucky. Nice and sunshiny and warm out there. I mean, like, it's it's nice, like, weather's nice, it's just, it's weird to go outside still, but, you know, I'm sure that's most places. Right, right. Oh, very strange. 
No, absolutely. We apologize. We are frozen. We are all kinds of technical difficulties right. with our technology tonight. So I don't know what's going on with that. Tonight, you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna try to step outside. Maybe that there we go. So you know, like my house is kind of like a black hole of reception. No, your yours is fine on my end. That's the weird it's thing. Just us tonight. I think it's, it's okay. There we go. Hey, I'll stay with here. <laughs> I'm gonna kill that music so we can. There we go. Hey, we're all moving now. All right, we're good. Sorry about that, <laughs> Nikki. Oh, thank you for. Thank you for sticking with, uh, with us. I know we had some uh, technical issues last time you tried to come on and you've been trying to coordinate again. So thank you for coming back on and, and chatting with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for wanting me back. I felt so yes, bad. I, question. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's just crackling at me. It's like, yell, my phone's like yelling at me every time you guys talk. I'm like, if you want to hop out and jump and hop back in, it might be the, the phone signal. All right. Let me try that. Hey, it's Christina. live stuff. It happens. Like a shot every time this happens. Like somebody needs to decide what we do every week if like a technical difficulty happens. Shot. <laughs> we we'd be drunk by now. I know. We would definitely be <laughs> drunk tonight. But that's so. okay. But no, you guys are definitely <laughs> better. Not not pixely, and you guys are moving normal. So yeah, it's uh. <laughs> It's a Sunday. We shouldn't have watched Amityville Horror. I'm really fucked with this. I blame that. Right. We're always waiting for Nikki to come back in. So, make sure if you're watching and you have any questions, let's let's, let's go. Let's go. go. Nope, muted again. Hold on. You're muted. muted. You're muted. <laughs> okay, now we're back. There we go. Now we're back. We've had two dramatic intros by Nikki, and we couldn't hear them. Yes. <laughs> It's okay. The I motion made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So what you got, Ash? All right. So I, I'm obviously everything going on in the world is on pause, being a musician, being us owning a publication, being photographers, promoters. It's very hard. What has, what have you been doing and what has like New Year's Day been doing to keep in the loop, keep busy? Are you guys writing? Uh, yeah, What's going on? Started, we actually just started writing and working with uh, with Mitch Marlowe and Scott Exes again for working on new songs. But barely has only been happening within like the last week. Other than that, man, I've been pretty much just having another vacation for the past like seven months. Like I've been going to Mexico a bunch, you know, hang out with friends there, go to Denver, I try to travel as much as possible. I figured like this might actual time where I don't have to go to work and I don't have to do anything. I'm like, let me just go wild. Absolutely. Yeah, we should. The best under the best circumstances, but you, know. you can make the best of it. Exactly. You know? Good for yeah. you. Exactly. You got, you got the time off, so might as well go with it and enjoy yeah, it. Like, I was thinking about like looking for a job, and then I thought about a million other things that sounded cooler. Like one was nothing, two was anything else. So all that worked. Right. Right. Absolutely. So. Um, Nikki, you graduated from the Musicians Musicians Institute, yeah. correct? So is playing guitar what you went to school for? Was there another reason why you went to the Musicians, Musicians Institute? Um, it was actually in this weird crossroad in my life. Like, uh, I think I was, like, in my young 20s. Like, I, I dropped out of college in, in the first place because, like, I didn't know what to do with my life. And uh, music was the only thing that ever kept me going that, like, you know, ignited some kind of life in me so i remember i was dating this girl 
and like her parents thought I was like this big loser and stuff like that. So I was just working at a restaurant, just partying, just this wild looking person with nothing going else. And now like it, it kind of hit me one day. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going back to school. I'm going to go to a school like I want to go to. And I found MI. And honestly, like going to that school completely changed my life. It was like, you know, not only just like learning and be able to network with people and, and be friends, you know, but just like that, that sort of discipline that MI teaches you that that when you practice on your own and you're playing on your own that you wouldn't think to have in the first place. And then all, all these connections and all these cool, super rad teachers would come in and teach these lessons. Like I remember I was playing a Fender John five uh, Telecaster that I had, cause he was like my favorite guitar player at the time. And uh, he came in and, and taught a clinic there. And I'm just sitting there like, these are like my wildest dreams. And this is just school. Like there's like third period. That's me. so like, sick. <laughs> And I, I can't remember his name, but I almost had this one private teacher, but then he left to go play in Megadeth. So, I mean, like, if that's the kind of school, like, I'm at, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, after that, it was, like, maybe a week after that, I was, I joined one band. Uh, I started Stitched Apart after that, and then I joined uh, New Year's Day. So, MI has done some rad things. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Such a... A cool way to go through school yeah, and great road. It's like, it's yeah, like not even it's school. Like, you're you're going there. You're in. I'm like, like you can do it. Like honestly, there's no time limit. Don't worry about however old you right. think you are. Like just if this is your dream, this your hope. Fuck it all. Do it. So is that where your music career had started, or were you in bands before? I was in bands before. Cool. But I mean, like I wouldn't really say like we made a dent yeah we got like kicked and banned from places but you know like that was still fun but to be able to like tour and be taken seriously and professionally was like a different thing you know it's so funny the first time i think when we toured with hailstorm they showed us like so much respect i didn't even know what to do you know I was like, <laughs> is this like am i am i really just this troll that just passed by you know but <laughs> <laughs> what you got christina i know you're loaded oh. with questions I do. I've had them like ready. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. Um, before MI, did you have a plan or like a plan A before plan B, or was a plan B like before M and MI going to this and then you went? Uh, no, no, actually, before MI, like I had no plans in life. Uh, it would be hard for me to think past the day. And uh, like MI just brought that. And I'm, you know, I, I just did an a Instagram live with him like a couple weeks ago. And like all I could do is be like, do this school like honestly changed my life it was so much fun it was the coolest thing but yeah like i never had any other plans and i always try not to have like a plan b at all just so like i'm fully focused on what i want there's no other distractions i don't want to have like a safety net you know if that's the way the life goes and i just fall and break my back i mean that's it Hey, so like, do you have um like current like, students reaching out to you being like like help me through this like is this the right spot yeah absolutely i i've been doing like guitar lessons online for like the past uh three or four years like pretty much once new year's day started coming up and like people actually knew who i was you know and then they found out i was an mi grad so i i, I keep a pretty relative now it's it's getting slimmer and slimmer and i understand you know there's a lot more things to spend your money on but um yeah like i've, I've had students like the same ones for the past couple of years which is still really cool Seeing, oh, yeah. like progress and like some of them are going to like they were going to a music school last time i talked to them and so it was pretty rad oh, it's cool. like you know sprinkling rock star seeds and hopefully they grow <laughs> that's very rad that's, that's great. awesome 
then hopefully in a couple years from now when they're rocking out or even opening on stage for you guys, you'll be like, hey. Yeah, right. Or I might be a person. Who knows? You know, it's true. True. Fucking So Skeletons was the latest song you guys have dropped. Yeah. Um, so is there an album behind that song already done? I know you said you're writing, but not sure if that was yeah, just a uh, single on the fly or actually on the last album that we released. Um geez, I can't remember what it was called. But the last album we had. Uh, so yeah, it was on that one. Uh, and that was like the latest uh, music video we did, which was which only features Ash. It doesn't feature any of us. But I mean, we get to announce in a couple of days that we're doing like this behind the scenes thing, and I wasn't supposed to say anything. Like, <laughs> oh, we got the exclusive. Yeah. We got the. <laughs> so yo, is it um because of COVID when you guys did the skeletons video? Was it because of COVID? It was just featuring Ash, or you guys just kind of decided. That's the direction um, you wanted to take? Something yeah, different approach? Yeah, much of a choice on that one, but, you know, most Fair enough. <laughs> in, in other states and, uh, you know, like it was before tour, so we were working and they were right. like, hey, we have to do this music video. And I, I don't know, it, it's kind of a drag when like you have to do something after you spend so much time making like this epic cinema kind of right. video and then you do like a little cootie one. But um, it's, a, it's a rad song, we'll go with that. Yeah, that oh, absolutely. Is. 100%. <laughs> um, so when I was looking up some of your, your, your things today, Nikki, I noticed uh, staymiserable.com. Yes, sir. Yeah. So yeah. shed a little light on that because I think I, I, I didn't see that before when we started talking to you beforehand, whether I missed it or it's possible because it happens. It, but It may not even been live yet. But uh, yeah, so once uh, once like the whole COVID thing happened, uh, you know, we we're quarantined at home. I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. You know, like you know, those first couple of weeks were, were pretty like stir crazy. And uh, I want to do like, you know, I'm watching everybody do all these live streams and stuff like that. I'm like, I want to do everything. So I, I started this this clothing line and uh, I was having this uh, Instagram live for a bit. And I wanted to kind of like, you know, keep them related and keep it in this big like stay miserable family. But we've been putting this out and I've been, you know, I have a couple like of like my face things, but I really want to like, go more into like i guess a lifestyle where it's not really just trying to sell my face on something i'm just having a little bit more like 70s rock and roll aspect to it which is something that like i've grew up on and uh i don't know like all the goth stuff is cool but let's bring back some rock and roll yeah I love absolutely it. no i love it I love, I love the website and you know the mission behind it's great so when you say you grew up on on 70s rock and roll or that's what you would bring kind of bringing it back to were there any influences from the 70s rock and roll era that, that inspire oh you? Yeah. Uh, so Kiss is one of our, our biggest inspirations. I remember like a lot of the choreography that we got from doing New Year's Day. We would watch old like 1970s Kiss videos. And once they would start doing stuff in sync, you're like, okay, how can we do something like this? But, you know, more updated and make it towards us. And of course, a lot of it has to do with headbangs. But like... You watch how a band like Kiss, especially in that time when, you know, you think about like the 70s, what the mainstream was, and then Kiss comes out with like this show, you know, like the music doesn't sound exactly like it does on the albums. They add like, like these interludes and stuff. Right. All that stuff like blew my mind. I was like, this, this kind of rock and roll needs to come back in. When I joined New Year's Day, it was like slow pushes, like how can we incorporate more of these aesthetics into New Year's Day? Yeah, and I've, I've seen you guys live a few times, actually. And now that you say that, you definitely have a great um, stage performance. And, like, yeah, yeah, so. 
Like I was never like the biggest that are the best guitar player. So it's almost like, like, how can I be remembered? And I'm like, well, let me just try to break my legs on stage. Yeah. So perfect. <laughs> People <laughs> will remember that. <laughs> so you talked about like the choreographing and kind of trying to up, update the, the steps from like, guess how long does that take as far as like a practice before you go out on tour? How many, how often would you guys practice like your stage show? Um, very often. Like I remember when we, we started coming up with these ideas, like we were being there for like hours every day. And like, I, we, we would like go over the same part over and over and Ash would have to stand and watch us be like, okay, are our heads like all banging at the same time. Are we all doing this move? And then you you know, you really just start locking it in and like, Anything just to make the live show more amazing, that's what counts. Oh, absolutely. Because, right. you know, like a... when you grow up and you start getting into rock and roll, you start like looking at all like the legends and like that one show, you know, you think of Jim Morrison at the Whiskey, you know, you think of uh, like, you know, Kiss with Ace Frehley. So like any like these one legendary shows. And I've always just wanted to incorporate that into every show we play. That way everybody gets like, did you just see what the fuck they did? Whether they like us or not, <laughs> they're going to remember us. And that's all, oh, yeah. that's all I wanted. Absolutely. That's, like, that's awesome. So tell us what your go-to guitar is to play. And I'm sure you're sponsored. So <laughs> you have to say you're a sponsored guitar. I understand. But they, but... <laughs> I think they only said I have to show pictures online. But since Perfect. I'm like, I'm a very like classic person. I love, you know, vintage shit, classic, although it's not a vintage guitar, but. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, it's yeah. like Gretsch Electromatic Acoustic. So it's like this like jazzy looking guitar. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's beautiful. beautiful. And so She's like pretty. Gretsch's are just like my jam. If they made seven strings, I would, I would say I'm Mr. Schechter, but. Yeah, she is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> So that's been my go-to. Like, I don't really have any gear at the house, so it's just been all acoustic jam. So I'm about to start like, with that. Matthew's band, but it'll be like Dave Miserable's band. <laughs> hey, do it up. Start it up. Let's, let's do some live streams and get it going. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> what else you got there, Christina? So when you're kind of just jamming by yourself, do you have a certain tune, like pedals? Um, like I that guitar, like I have, I feel like I I can hear what it sounds like. Do you have a certain um, tone you like to play with when you just? Uh, not it? really, because like I'm pretty much just acoustic and clean. You know, I could hear it the way it is. And usually when I'm home, I mainly practice on acoustics, just because like those strings are a lot stronger. And right. so I'm always trying to like just do it the hardest way possible. But uh, like when I'm home, I I try to play like a lot of like different music that I wouldn't be playing live. So I try to learn like old jazzy stuff, like rockabilly stuff. Oh, that's um, cool. What else? Like anything like T-Rexy, you know, or I'm um, like looking at it, like it's going to answer me back. Like what else? <laughs> am I? Am I? <laughs> you know, what do we country looks and stuff like that. Anything to try to expand because who knows what you can use and put it anywhere in new tunes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, 100%. So what's like what's what's your most memorable memorable moment from being on tour since since you started right, well, with new I year's day i want to go with this because you guys were just talking about this but we actually got to visit the amityville house one time we, we played we played this venue what? not too far away from there and we got to go see it and it's so crazy because you're so used to seeing it like in the movies but it's in this just like the neighbors are like right next to them you know like right and then you think about like like the actual history you know like he went in and 
shot a shotgun, but nobody heard a sound. And it makes it even more creepier once you're there because you're like, but the house is right there. Like, you know how loud a shotgun is? Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's so cool. So now, did you watch both movies before going to this? Like, did you see the 19... Oh, my God. Yeah, I, 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 love, I love those movies. Uh, and that was like the first movie I think that Ryan, Ryan Reynolds did where he was like a serious role where he wasn't yes. goofy. And like, oh, that's so, so fun. Though. He did such a great job. It was such a cool remake. And, as, you know, as much as like I want to be like, let's get more original movies, it's still <laughs> super fun to see these remakes. What was it like going in? I, mean, I have to ask now. Yeah. Because it was like, you know, we're on tour. It's just drive by somebody's house. And right. There it is. But even still, just just seeing it in its presence and looking at it and just know, like like you Gnarly. said, know, knowing the history, so like crazy. talking about it, just it's giving me goosebumps, and I'm like, I know, me too. Like, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I don't want to be ten pounds and just write that. Like, like four or five, and then they had to remake the first one about your ass. <laughs> right. We need to go on a road trip. That is yeah. cool. But it's, it's super cool, and it's it's like it's really awesome to see. Um, yeah. But That's since, since awesome. we're going to go with tour memories and then with this movie that just came out, the, the last tour we actually got to do uh, was actually in February. We we're doing our UK European run and we were in Scotland and Ash was like, hey, I'm going to get an Uber. We're going to go to what's like it's Necropolis, which is like this huge, like gorgeous cemetery in Scotland, super old. And we go there and everything's blocked off. And we're like, what? You know, so we get out, we go see. They're filming Batman right there. That's like where the that's where the Waynes are are buried. And like I got pictures. I got pictures of like the Bat Cycle and stuff like that. That's dope. That <laughs> no shit. Like they're all right here. Nikki goes to all the cool places on I tour. Know, damn. Yeah. That's why so, I'm going out of my head. I'm like, okay, I've I've been in the same state for too long now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. What is like one of your favorite places you've ever been on tour? Because obviously you've traveled. Yeah. Um, Europe. America, <laughs> well, like my, my family's from South Louisiana. So every time we get to go to New Orleans, not only for the family and the delicious food, but I love it there. Just the whole vampire atmosphere. That's Her actually place. like top on my bucket list places yeah. to go. <laughs> New Orleans. Any place where I can walk down the street having my drink, I'm, that's... <laughs> but like outside of us like or even going us like i love going east coast you guys have the coolest cemeteries over there everything starts getting a lot cooler older the structures are way more awesome um architecture is just gorgeous over there and then like places like germany any actually anywhere outside of california like i just love going <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'd probably say the same thing about anywhere but Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> totally get that. It's such a wide world. There's so many cool it spots is. and there's so many fun places to find that you like. I don't know, like like seedy little dive bars are some of the coolest places to go to in like small last towns. Especially looking the way like that we do and especially did back in the day with all the makeup and like you know tights and leggings and all that right. which was even more fun to walk into these places at the time but it was it's it's a big crazy wild world out there and like i love i love exploring it yes i also enjoy that <laughs> all right so, so i have two fun questions now oh bring it on and we asked these actually last night so one do you believe in vampires and if you were a vampire 
what would be your favorite uh, ability or a power that you have? Oh, uh, yes, I definitely believe in vampires because a lot of people suck out there. And two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well played. Well played, my friend. <laughs> um, it might be like, like the super speed, like in the beginning of uh, Interview with a Vampire. It's like, oh, should I turn the light? <laughs> You know, especially like like watch. I'm a huge like you know comic book movie nerd and comic book nerd and uh, just watch, like the way they do like slow motion stuff. Like if someone's like way too fast or like the flash, you know, where they could just grab something. <laughs> exactly. That might be pretty cool. Yeah. So growing up, did you always want to be into music, or if if there wasn't if you weren't a guitarist, what would Nikki Misery be doing right now? It's funny. Back in the day, I used to be. <laughs> Well, I, I, actually, I'll just go with this. Yes, I've always wanted to be in, in music. Um, like I said, like my mom's from South Louisiana. My dad's from Columbia. And uh, when I used to go visit family in Louisiana, when we go down to New Orleans, they'd always have like these makeshift jazz bands that would just start on the street corner. And, you know, they'd be playing with like trash cans, maybe a trumpet, someone have a guitar. And I thought that was the coolest thing. Like, that's so rad. Like, I want to do that. And then, you know, living in Southern California, we go down to Mexico a bunch and, uh, and they have like the mariachis and they come play their songs. And my dad would kind of translate because I didn't understand it too much. And he would tell me about these songs. Like, yeah, these the song right here, this guy singing, it's about like this heartbreak. This girl broke his heart. Now he just, he doesn't live anymore. He just walks. I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> that's all he does all day. And like, you know, he's talking about like songs like the revolution and stuff like that. And I'm like, and I thought that was the coolest thing. Like they look like the coolest people with these rad pants and suits and all they have is they're armed with their guitar and like that's their voice and message. And since I was super young, I've always been like almost like entranced by it. Right. That's this, awesome. This spell Excellent. Stuff. Yeah. That and the movie La Bamba. I mean, if you don't want to play music after that, then I don't know it. True. <laughs> Good movie. That was a great movie. Love that movie. Sad. It used to make me cry back in the day. Like, Sleepwalk still breaks my heart a bit. But, I mean, and that's the same thing, too. It's like if music can make you feel something and, like, change your emotion just for, even for a minute. I thought that was, like, it was like modern-day magic in a sense. Well, absolutely. And we've had this conversation with a couple of our guests on there. You know, we ask what the meaning behind some songs are. But, really, it's what you make of the song. Exactly. Right? So it's yeah, like you could be right. the meaning of your song could be completely different from from Ashley to me, but it could change it could change the way we perceive something or the way we feel. Exactly. So, as long as it, it it gets you in some kind of emotion, like we did our job. As long as you feel something. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So I have like a kind of an odd question, I guess. I don't know. But um, can you explain your or the band name to us? Like why New Year's Day? Yeah, I always have fun explaining this too. Okay. Because, uh, <laughs> Some people are worried about that one. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because, like, I honestly never give an honest answer. So it, it's almost like the joke. I always give like a different story every time. Perfect. But the, the real reason why, because, like, they, they started, like, the band was New Year's Day before I joined, and it was supposed to be for New Beginnings, which is what it meant. And that was the, the first name that nobody hated. And that's what they went with. And it's funny because before we released Victim to Villain, we almost changed the name to Off With Their Head. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Almost just a step away from like the earlier pop punk stuff that, that New Year's Day was and to go more into like this 
darker, heavier sense, but we're like, just probably like bands evolve, people evolve. You're not gonna exactly. be the same person all the time. Like still we, we just end up keeping it. That's awesome. Um, when it comes to the writing process, you know, how do you guys keep the new material flowing? Is it, you know, Ash writing lyrics and you guys writing music to it? Or are you writing music before Ash does lyrics or how does that all come together? It's, it's always, um, once, once we're ready, Ash is like, okay, guys, we're going to start writing. Like Austin and I will send her either riffs, full songs, things that we have. Frankie's just getting like his studio set up. So he's working on that. Uh, but it may may go with like Ash will have this vision of an idea of, of a sound she wants, and we'll start working off of that. But it's really, it's really almost any way possible. Like they had a riff that like Austin just he he sent us a song one time, and we just found like one riff out of it that was so cool. And now we're working like entire song out of one riff. You know, plenty of songs oh, yeah. were, were written of just Ash going like these are the lyrics, and then just bouncing ideas and what's always cool is like everything sounds so much different from the end rather than like the beginning you know to see that right. evolution of of these ideas i guess absolutely oh yeah that's awesome sounds like a solid like team effort which is very cool we try we try yeah but if they disagree with me then they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite thing when you're on stage like when you're out there playing what's your favorite thing to either feel or just look out to um, God, there's so much. Um, and okay, and this is not going to be in in a bad way at all. But it happened actually in Massachusetts. We were playing Wooster at uh, the Palladium. The Palladium. The Palladium. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think we were headlining that one. But we had the, it was an amazing show there, and like we did our cover of Pantera, and like Ash was like, "Dude, fuck it, I want everybody up on the stage," and I just saw like people just coming up and yeah. they were like falling over it was like the mad chaos and not to like impede on anybody getting hurt but just to see that madness and music and like there's even a video of it on stage where like i even look back i'm like did you just did you just do that and like, and like, but just like like that energy that madness that insanity i mean to me that like that's what rock and roll is and just to be able to see that that madness it's it, it gives me life it's funny because, like, on stage, no matter what, like, I go up on stage angry just so I could, you know, explode with this energy. Oh, of course. And if people are into it, like, I get more mad. I'm like, yeah, you know, you. I get even more pissed off and I try to, like, do even more crazier stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's all fun. Like, either way. So That's when, great. So, when you see a wave of people at the Palladium rushing the stage, are you looking over at your security and, 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 and your stage crew going, what do I do? Like, do I just do I run <laughs> off or do I just, just let them come on and let's go? No, no, no. I, I'm all about I'm Dude, come on. Get up. <laughs> let's <laughs> go. But it was funny. They had one show we played. I remember where, like, security, they weren't actually ready for this kind of show. And I don't think they expected this many, like, crowd surfers. And they only had one poor security guard trying to, like, help people down. And uh, again, like, I don't think they were well prepared because one person came over and he put their hands up. I remember like throwing my guitar on the ground and I went down. I was helping people while like, oh, damn, wow. you know, and I was like, fuck it. Then I came and jumped in crowd surf, too. So, I mean, you know, that's <laughs> awesome. I, I always love to see, you know, the bands or, or the hip hop artists and they, they interact and they, they get more into the show when things like that happen. Oh, and like, it's so yeah. much more fun, too. And it makes it so much more memorable. 
I mean, to, I mean, to your point, you're getting out there, you're crowd surfing, you're in the crowd. And I just think that's so cool when artists do that and, and yeah, it's, involve yeah. themselves more with their fans because we all feel the energy from us fans. That's it. <laughs> God, absolutely. Like I'll, I'll crowd surf like into a pit and I'm like, no, keep it going. <laughs> heard him, I'm like, that's very cool. So share with us your favorite tour snack and like My favorite tour snack. Yeah. Like what a has little to, weird here. Like what has to be on the bus for Nikki Misery? <laughs> yes. Um uh probably like you know, as baby Yoda would say, chicken tendies, you know? <laughs> right all right. <laughs> right <laughs> like and you could change the flavor. You want them regular? That's fine. You want some buffalo? Get that buffalo sauce. You want some barbecue? Get a little barbecue, some mustard, go a little plain. You get some shapes in there, some dino nugs. Oh, Switch it all up. There's a line. I get all types of crazy. They got a couple of vegans there, so like we eat a lot of the Morning Star stuff, but they're just Morning Star is good. Yeah, Morning Star is good. Yeah, you can't even tell that it, that it's the meatless stuff for the vegans. It's actually pretty good. I like it too. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It ain't no dino nugs, but it's not bad. me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just I'm a sauce man. That's that's my main thing. As long as the sauce is there, I'm, I'm game. <laughs> Love it. It could be made out of grass, chicken, wood, no matter. <laughs> just add a little sauce and it's good. <laughs> yeah. Get a little spice in there. Oh yeah, spicy. <laughs> So who's on your bucket list that you'd like to tour with? Uh, definitely Rob Zombie would be fucking rad. Um, oh, yeah. I'd like to tour with Manson again, because that was just absolutely surreal. I bet. Uh, <laughs> insane, and I loved every moment of it. Um, but to be honest, like, oh, hell yeah. And if I can go with, like, Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts and mm -hmm. uh, Wild Side for actual, like, you know, smaller bands, that would be rad. Um, Rambler. Anybody who uh, wants to rock, it doesn't really matter to me. Hell yeah, cool. Let's, let's play some kick-ass shows. <laughs> Absolutely. Christina, what's on your question list up there? Um, so for students that are in the Musicians Institute, what would be the best advice you would give to them right now? Uh, don't give up. Don't give up. They had, I remember when I was there, like the first week, a lot of people, a lot of people there, you know, they were like born guitar players, you know had a guitar since they were kids. So when, whenever they start doing like, you know, your uh, first curriculum, so like, oh, I'm too good for this. And they would quit. But like, there's so much more than just like the learning. It's the networking, all the people around you. Like one of my best friends who I went to school with there, he, uh, he went back into the music business program, started working under Doc McGee and then was Kiss's stage manager then became Nikki Six's bass tech. And now he's doing pyro for Avenged Sevenfold and Romstein. So it's like, honestly, don't give wow. up, work your ass off, network, take advantage of everything there. It's like, don't be shy. You know, if someone says, no, that's it. There's a million other people there that right. you may click with, or they may like your personality, your drive, your style, but don't give up. Because people's own, like, shout out to me, no, I'm not other people, so I, don't, I can't say for them. But <laughs> I just watch so many people get too into their head about it. I'm like, Focus on focus on you <laughs> and like what you want to do, you know. Oh, absolutely. So when I'm gonna come out and bring it back a little bit more to the the writing aspect, because you mentioned getting in your head. 
when you get into your own head of in your writing, your writer's block, what are some of the things that you do that someone else can maybe take from and you know, to clear their head to get back on track? Uh, personally, before we started writing with writers, it would be take a day, go out, go into the city, town, wherever, like explore, kind of get like some life experiences. Who knows, you know, well, we'll sit there and talk about shit, you know, laugh, have a good time. And then for some reason, sometimes like doing that where you're not focused on like the stress and the pressure, uh, it bring out some cool ideas. Sometimes you get some cool ideas, sometimes you get nothing, but I mean, never hurts to try. But now that we're working with these really awesome songwriters, it's funny because most people think they, they go like, here's a song, this is what you guys get to play. It's like, no, no, they're actually like, they're, they're pretty much like opening up our heads and like digging in deep for us. And like, we're the ones putting this stuff out. Like it's these riffs are coming from us. We're just getting like this almost like kick in the head. Like, you know, they'll talk to you like, like these emotions, feelings and stuff like that. And you like lit, sit there and listen. You, you, I don't know, you start feeling it. You become this different person, this different entity. And then eventually, like, it starts, like, seeping out of you. That's really cool. That's I good. Did, definitely didn't know that. That's very it's cool. Because, like, when I'm listening to myself describe, it's like, wow, I really listened to The Doors a lot when I was younger. I was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. Absolutely, yeah. So we have um, a question that we always like to ask our all of our guests, actually. Wait, wait, we haven't asked in a while. Go for it. All right, so if you could have dinner with any person, dead or alive, and the entire, any artist, dead or alive, in the entire world, who would it be and why? Ooh, um, God, there's so many. I would love right. to sit down with Bill Hicks. Uh, it was like a very like like social, political uh, comedian. Uh, JFK Jr. would be very interesting uh, with all this Q stuff going on. I would just sit there and love to pick his brain about everything. <laughs> Um, right. And, um, who else seems like a Matt? Fucking Lemmy. Why not? Yeah. Lemmy. Oh, hell yeah. Lemmy. Well, exactly. Why not? <laughs> and I'll, I'll get some Hank Williams in there, you know, just for uh, <laughs> old number three. Absolutely. Um, Christina, you got anything else before we let Nikki go back to his, his Sunday evening? Yeah. Um, as a child growing up, were you ever like inspired or brought like hanging out with somebody else and they're like, Hey, you got to listen to this person. And did that like bring you to who you are today? What was your like childhood go-to? Um, like, like my childhood go-to band that I listened to. Mm -hmm. Well, when I was growing up, it was, uh, growing up in Southern California. And by the time I started to kind of like get to the age where you start listening to music and like, there's a whole nother scene out there. Uh, that's when like the nineties punk and ska wave really started to explode, you know, with like no doubt real big fish down here. So I got into like the punk scene down here and oh, Operation yeah. Ivy. Well, like the first music video I ever saw was Rancid's Nihilism <laughs> and Tim Armstrong with his Liberty Spike Mohawk. I was like, I've never seen this before. So I got into <laughs> Rancid and I got into Operation Ivy and Operation Ivy became like one of my favorite bands. I used to play bass at the time then and the way Matt Freeman plays bass was just so insane so extravagant so cool but um it was it was so much fun because i remember being younger and we would go to like record stores i would just like you know just look up punk section and be like i've seen this on people's patches before and i would just buy an album or you just go to <laughs> punk shows and you like start looking at patches on people's jackets and clothes like all right who the fuck's that that looks cool like i'll go find that 
Oh yeah, that was rad. That's that's cool one of my, my favorite bands because I, I love like like you can still dance to it. It wasn't actually just screaming and yelling as much as I like that too. But I like being able to shake my hips at the same time. Totally get that. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot bunched up into one answer, but hopefully no, that's, that's, that's perfect. A great answer. That's, a, that's a great answer. You anything else before we? Uh... Yeah, actually, I have a. I'm curious as to actually how you and New Year's Day, because I know you had come into them, how you guys all met and became what you are now. All right, so uh, again, like I used to play in uh, Stitched Up Heart. Yeah, I remember I was uh, I was actually living with Mixie at the. Time. Oh, cool. Oh, I can't hear him. I can't either. Back. Oh no! Okay, so like, honestly, Ashley, you just called me right now. I'm like, decline. You're oh. <laughs> um, shit. What was the question again? You were, li you were living with Mixie. Oh yeah. And then, like, and how you guys came together yeah, first? Yeah, so I was living with Mixie, and uh, at this time, I was working two jobs, and so you know, already one job is sometimes too much as it is. So working two jobs, I got home like super late at night. And they're like, hey, we're going to Bar Sinister. Century Media is doing like this party there. We want to get some FaceTime. And I did not want to go. I'm like, I'm fucking tired. I don't want to network, talk to people. Excuse me. And uh, so anyway, she talked me into it. I'm like, fine, but I'm not dressing up. So in a sense, like I dressed up like this 70s nerd, like in this pinstripe suit kind of something. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, like, like Dumb and Dumber, but pinstripe. And I had this big ruffled shirt. <laughs> This giant red striped bow tie. Of course, my face all made up, but my hair is like combed super flat down. And I had these huge, like, um, thick glasses with like the lens popped out. So just extra nerdy. I'm like, I'm not trying to impress nobody here. <laughs> and so we got there, and you know, I get a drink, and I'm like, you know, looking around, like hating life, as most people in LA do when they go out. <laughs> and, um, and I remember, like, I'm looking out into this one area, and all of a sudden, this girl in a white dress, like, just seeps out, and she points, and she comes up to me like this. She's like, you, you look like someone I need to know. I was like, <laughs> okay, hi, I'm Nikki. And it's a girl in this pure white dress at Bar Sinister, where everybody's super gothy, you know. If you're not wearing black, usually they kick you out or something like that. But, you know, she comes in this white dress. I'm like, hi, I'm Nikki. And she's like, oh, I'm Ash. And that's how I met Ash. She's like, oh, I play in this band New Year's Day. I was like, I... So like the holiday, like I've never heard of it before. Um, that's, that's how I met them. And, uh, and since they were kind of already with the Hollywood Waste Century late Century Media label, uh, since our band at the time was trying to get on that label, we used to go see each other's shows. So once they saw me on stage, I remember hearing a story that Ash was like one of the the label people was like, "You guys need to get him for your band." And I don't know why I sounded like Trump right there, but you need to get him. But, uh, <laughs> But eventually they, they, they did. And uh, that's cool. Good for you. Hell yeah. So it's been, good, it's been a good run since. So when you, when you bumped into Ash, were you looking to leave Stitched Apart? How did, how did that transition? Uh, no, no. It was just like, you know, once you started, like we, we were on there, like we kind of developed a relationship with the band. Uh, we were in their, their music video for Two in the Chess one. They had, you'll see all of uh, who was in Stitched Apart at the time in that video. And, um, you know, so like getting to know that band more, I was like, this is kind of more of what I want to do. Like that Mechanical Heart EP was like a little concept album. And I love the concept, the, the horror aspects, the darker vibe. It was just more of my fit. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So it, was, it was an easy transition. 
So is, is there still good communication, good vibes between you and Mixie and you know, oh, yeah, up yeah. Our today? We actually, uh, it was really cool because we actually got to do the uh, the first part of the uh, Hailstorm in this moment tour together. And we tried to get them on with our last headliner, but uh, a lot of things with scheduling. She right. Last minute came up and that sucked. But yeah, they're great peeps. Absolutely. That's cool. Very cool. The music well, industry is like. Ash is calling again. <laughs> She's like, somebody's talk talking about me. <laughs> come he's like, uh -oh. come on. Come on. <laughs> come on back. Come on, come on back. <laughs> can you hear me at least? Yes, yes, yes we can hear you. Yeah, it was totally Ash again, too. <laughs> no worries. Um, bef before we let you go and you can return Ash's phone call before she fires you, um, <laughs> are there any shout outs, any plugs you want to do before we let you go? Um, shit, man. Not really. As much as I want to plug, like, you know, Stay Miserable Club, like, Keep up with everything you guys like, man. Whatever y'all want, do it up. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm not into advertising. No, fair enough. <laughs> Love it. You know, like, like I always say, News Day will speak for itself. Come to the show. Absolutely. Well, okay. thank you for, for hanging with us tonight and let, letting us you. in on the New Year's Day camp and what's going on there and what's going on with you and uh, staymiserable.com. We wish you all the best in this COVID world that we're in. Yes, but we can't wait to see you and work through in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could, I could see you guys one last time right now, but you know, we'll we'll get it in the real world. <laughs> it's probably a lot cooler. But again, thank you guys for having me back again. I uh, really appreciate it. Oh, awesome. thank you. Yes, thank you, Nikki, and we will chat thank soon, you. hopefully, and uh, tell Ash we all said hello as well. <laughs> yes, absolutely, man. All right, Have thank you. Thank you. All right, that was awesome. That was Nikki Misery from New Year's Day. Being interrupted twice by Ash. I know. <laughs> That's so kind of cool. Funny, right? <laughs> oh, <Good>. Business calls. <laughs> and when, when there's business to be had, it's exactly. any time of day. <laughs> Make sure you guys hop on Hell Entertainment um, Facebook to put your movie suggestions in for us to watch so we can have something fun to talk about next week. When you guys do it, and you're putting in a movie, let us know if it's the original, the remake, if it's one, two, or three. Yes. The director of it. Just don't say Friday the 13th. <laughs> no. who, yes, are, who are we going with? Are we going with Kane Hodder as Jason? Are we going with Derek Mears? Right. But like, do say. But do so say on which. Wednesday, on Wednesday is when we'll pick the next one. I'll do a shout out tomorrow. Reminder, get your brain juices going. And then Wednesday is when we'll pick the next one. Yes. So please hop on, join us for that. Please like, share, subscribe to Hellfire Radio's Facebook, Hellfire Radio's Instagram, which you can catch Ashley and myself later on tonight about 9.20 for the Sinner Sunday recap. And also, I did not mention, Tuesdays at 11.30 a.m. on the Live 365 app, you will catch Sinner Sunday's Rewind. Ooh. So if you missed tonight's show, <laughs> if you're at work, catch us on Tuesday. Audio only on the Live 365 app. You can take right it with you. Phone. Right on your phone. Put it in your pocket. Right here. Put some Hello. earbuds in while you're at work. Yeah. And rock out. HellfireRadio.com. That's Live 365. It looks like this. Search Hellfire Radio. We'll be up there. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week with a brand new guest and a brand new Demon of the Month. Yes, we really? will. Yes. Uh, so make sure you uh, be ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
And on that note, everybody, we will see you all next Sunday. Enjoy the week. Be safe. And uh, we'll talk with you soon. Bye. <laughs> Below average talent, above average music. The Asylum Mornings on Hellfire Radio. Hey, what's up, man? I think it's pretty obvious right about now who you're looking at, but I'll tell you anyhow. I'm Shaggy Too Dope, the Southwest Strangler. And I'm Vina J, the Duke of the Wicked. And together we happen to be the Insane Clown Posse. And right about now, it's time to get a big, big, big fat shout out to Hell's Entertainment, their media outlet for all touring artists. They offer videography, design work, photography, motherfucking Freshology. Are you a touring artist? Do you get out there and grind? Or are you a boring artist? Do you sit home and whine? Because if you're a worker, hook up with Hell's Entertainment. That's right, Hell's Entertainment. You can reach me at www.hellentertainment.com. And if you're not done with that, go to hell.